Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations, metrics, and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I'm very excited to introduce you all today to the host of a show that I've been listening to, an OG, I suppose, in the agency podcasting world. He's the host of the Agency Highway, which if you haven't checked out, check out the show notes and go listen into that podcast. Uh, I'm sure you won't be disappointed. He's also the founder of Acuratech and a, new, and a company called Content Snare, which he started out of the agency. So with all of that, uh, really excited to welcome you to the show, Mr. James Rose. Thank you for being with us today. Marcel, I'm excited to do this. Thanks for bringing me on. I, I love it. You say this is like it's an OG podcast. I feel like it's not, but I guess we are coming up on 100 episodes. So it's been around a little while now. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, so look, I, there's so much that uh, we could talk about, but there's one thing that I think you've done incredibly well. Um, I, you know, I did some research on you before you came on the show, and I'm really interested today to dig into, you know, how we create essential processes in our agencies that free us up from like the grips of clients. I think so many agency owners that I talk to are in this situation where they like the relationship they have with their clients get out of hand. They start getting communications and all these different channels. The clients are constantly asking for different things and creating scope creep. And, and it, it can feel overwhelming when you've got a handful of clients and they're all, they've all got their own way of working with you. So that's really, I think where we want to dig in today. Um, from your experience, what were kind of those really key processes that you had to get in place? place in order to start freeing yourself up from um, all of the complications that come along with working with clients. Yeah, it's one of these things that like it builds up, you know, there's so many different things to fix and you've just got to knock them over one at a time and uh, eventually it, it adds up to like a fairly automated agency. Um, but I think one of the biggest ones by far you know, because you can automate email, you can automate like workflows using Zapier. That's like, you know, I love that stuff so much. But if we're talking about like really freeing you up, like biggest bang for your buck, it is client communication. Because you, you mentioned it before. It's like everyone deals with like trying to wrangle clients. And so getting that process sorted is just it was the biggest thing for us by far. And that for us originally meant a good project management system and a way for information to come into that project management system from clients. Um, so the system we use was teamwork and teamwork desk. That's the project management system and the support ticketing system. And the reason that was so good is because when a, a client can email in using a system they're familiar with, email and it comes into our support system which enabled us to quickly create tasks and action them and apply them to projects or whatever uh, so that our developers could work on them and then when they were resolved it would bounce back into the support system and we could tell the client it was resolved uh, that's for like ongoing maintenance and ongoing like retainer work um, but that system was just so good for us you know and and i guess like another key there is actually putting someone in place to manage it so having like we had a project manager uh, who 
like slash account manager, I guess, or almost like they, they handled the, it wasn't really support, but just that communication uh, to get in and out of the project management system. That to me was the biggest starting point. So when it comes down to like, if I'm an agency owner and I'm living in this, uh, in this world that we've all been in where, you know, I just haven't dialed these things in yet. I've just been kind of getting my agency going, I'm getting clients, but we haven't really figured out that process. What's kind of the, the guiding principle when I go into trying to set up a system to streamline this? Like training is the big thing. Like, especially with, with clients, I know that was, because this comes up all the time, you know, people, um, whether it's, you know, with Content Snare, for example, people will come to me and say, like, like they, they might be considering canceling Content Snare because they're like, oh, um, my clients won't use it. To me, like, it's, I, I don't know, I'm temp- like, I don't know if I want to say this, but I, I always laugh that it's almost like training a dog. <laughs> training your clients to use your systems because and I remember doing this like vividly with our agency it was like when we moved to that support ticketing system we had a special email address it was help at our domain right dot com and clients would still email me with like different things that they needed done right because they were used to doing it or sometimes they'd just spoken to me during the proposal process so they'd keep emailing me um and even though I'd like reiterated like two or three times, I, I, I would say, no, I need you to email this address, but I've put it in the project management system for you, right? And I, I do that and it doesn't train them, right? They're still getting what they, they need because they've emailed you and they're still getting the thing done. So <laughs> what I started doing was just being busy, right? In, in air quotes there, if you're listening to this <laughs> um, and forgetting to email them back. Uh, or for not seeing their email because it got buried in my busy inbox. Uh, really, I was just like sitting on that email for like five days and then replying back and being, oh my God, sorry, I just saw this. Um, you know, this is after they've done the wrong thing like three or four times and being like, oh, this would have been done already if you just sent it to the right address, uh, which is this one. Um, can you please do that now? <laughs> and like, I'm sort of laughing thinking about this because it, it seems like a little bit, I don't know what the word is, but like it worked hundred percent. I think that's such an important takeaway because the purpose of the process is to ensure that you're able to better support your clients and more consistently get them to the outcomes that they're hiring you to get them for, you know? And I think that's where a lot of folks like they forget about positioning the process, which is such an important part. It's like, you, you know, you're, you're having that conversation with the client about like, you're hiring us to get you this outcome. Here's what you need from us. Here's what you expect from us. But here's what we need from you. But here's all the things that we've done to make what we expect from you really easy for you to do for us. Yeah, and there's a, there's a whole lot to that as well, you know, like making sure it's in the proposal and like upfront, you know, on the first page of your proposal, all the things you expect from them and like how long they have to reply to feedback requests or how long they have to get you content, like, and what systems you're going to be using, um, you know, and that's got to be really clear from day one it's got to be mentioned in the meetings you have with them in your proposals like you you've got to say it early and reiterate multiple times because if you just say it once that like oh we're going to need content before we start any work uh they're probably not going to hear that but if it's reiterated in like your process document your proposal you've told it to them three times on the phone like they know <laughs> by that point do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability 
If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. You know, once you've gone ahead and set up a process for client onboarding or a process for client communication, and you're now in the stage of trying to get your existing clients to start doing this and getting your new clients to adopt this process, what are kind of some of the key do's and don'ts um, that are either going to work for you or work against you when you're going down this road? I think number one like the overall principles make it easy for them, make it dead simple. And that's why with the ticketing system we use, it had to work with client email because I'm not going to send them a message or when they need something done, I know they are going to go to their email, type in an email address and send something that they need done. They're never going to go over to some system, hit some submit a support request, make them log in probably half the time. Like they're not going to do that. Um, so making it easy uh, and just familiar with them. Uh, so another example of this is content snare, right? So over time, pretty much all the work, like 80% of the work we've done on content snare has been making it easy for clients because at first it was a system that clients had to log into. And then it looked like a form and there was like buttons that they had to like, once they were finished with one piece of content, they had to tick a box to say, yep, this one's completed. It's ready. You know? actually literally said this one's completed. And so they didn't know what that meant. And now it's very much like they have a link. They don't have to log in. Uh, they hit it. It's a really simple interface. There's one thing on the screen at a time. They type in the box and they hit the submit for review button and move to the next um, item that they need to provide. And that like just the the text on submit for review we spent like three hours trying to decide what that button text would be so that like even the biggest dummy knows what it's doing. (laughs) It's it's Uh, so funny because I just spent two hours in a meeting right before this podcast interview doing a very similar process for our onboarding. Yeah, and (laughs) because there's another button next to it that's like save draft or save draft and continue. So those two buttons, we were just going backwards and forwards. It's like, what can anyone work out what these buttons do? You know, so that's, that's what I'm getting at here is it's just like, man, it's got to be dead simple for them. Otherwise, your processes are not going to get used. So that's, um, a, there's more parts to that too. Like um, in, in what, if you want them to follow your processes, got to be easy, but you also have to guide them through it. And by that, I mean, like tell them exactly what they need to do. If you just send them a link and say, give us your feedback versus actually telling them exactly how to give you feedback, like that's the difference I'm saying here. And it's the same, same with content. So if you ask for a copy for a homepage, don't just say, can I have your copy for a homepage? You need to like tell them exactly what they got to do. So um, we need a headline. We need a, a hero image. We don't even say hero image because that's like a web design, web designer term. You know, we need a background image. We need, um, I don't know, like a description of your services. And when you ask for the headline, it's got to say, um, aim for six to 12 words, no fluff, uh, describe exactly what your, um, business does 
in as few words as possible, um, benefits, not features, you know, like tell them what you need them to do. Don't just say, give us your homepage copy. And you might include videos with this stuff as well to show them how to give you feedback, um, to, to like demonstrate what good content looks like. You know, video goes a long way. So the two key things there are, again, make it easy for them and guide them through it. Awesome. There's your there's your hot two tips and the two that the or I don't I don't want to specify a number, but what are some of the kind of key killers that are if you do these things, you're guaranteed to have your clients just run the gamut on your process? A bad one is like burying things in your proposal. You know, I've seen conditions like we need your content in seven days or we need design feedback revisions. You have two days or whatever. And it's like on page 37 of the contract in size like six text and no one's ever going to read that right uh, we've been in this game for a long time we can visualize things you know we know what an ad campaign looks like we know what items are needed for a facebook ad we know what you know how big the images are supposed to be we know what a header visualizing this as we're talking to the client we know what their website might even look like they don't if they're just staring at this like page going oh what do i write like that's way too difficult for them and you're just asking for scope creep. You're asking to have to go back to them a dozen times to like re to be like, this isn't what we were looking for. <sighs> There's almost like a thing where clients um, sign up for once they, they've signed the proposal. It's like they think their work ends <laughs> where it's just like, oh, I've done. I made the hard decision. We're done. Uh, but then you need obviously all this stuff from them. And if you can make that process as easy as possible, you know, communication and and like every touch point with you needs to be simple. It helps with visibility too. Like I, I find one of the big things that I hear a lot from the client side is like they're, they feel like they're in the dark. They don't know where their project is. They don't know what's happening next. They don't feel like they have that visibility. And unless you're over communicating it as an agency, which is a lot of work, having a process can allow you to just like allow your client to place themselves in that process. So you don't have to be constantly communicating for them to know like, Oh, we're in the design phase and here's, I have an idea of what's going to happen after this. And yeah, you know, the easiest way to fix that is a weekly email. What we did this week, what we're doing next week, and anything we need from you. Just standard, like, block out, you know, an hour or whatever it is on Friday to follow those three things with all your clients. Uh, I didn't make this up. I stole it from someone else. And it's amazing. Like, it's so simple. It's just, you know, right now, um, you know, this is what we've done. In, you know, this week we um, wireframed your site. Um, next week we plan on uh, turning them in designs. And right now we need the feedback from you to make sure the wireframes are right. You know, it's a very simple example, but just those three things once a week, that's not hard to do. It's not a lot of work to keep that level of communication. James, do you have any final tips for agencies that are trying to get a hold of their client relationships? Uh, everything has got to be simple especially for busy business owners that just don't have the time to be working at different new things. Um, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. It's gotta be super, super, super easy for them. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and remember if they wanted to spend a whole bunch of time managing someone that was going to do this work for them, they would have hired somebody internally <laughs> instead of going yeah. to an agency. The reason they hired yeah, you was because right. they didn't want that overhead. Yeah, put yourself in their shoes, you know, like think about how busy they are, what they know, like try and get rid of, like just think about how much, I guess, the stuff you have in your head, you like, you got to realize they don't, you know, they don't understand the systems, they don't understand the web like you do. So get yourself in their shoes when you're coming up with these systems. 
Awesome. Huge value add. So if you're che- interested in checking that out, check the show notes. We'll have links to content snare, jimmyrose.me, as well as the Agency Highway podcast. So with all of that, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And James, thanks so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Marcelo. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener, and we will see you on the next episode.
a lot of fun. Thank you.